Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, I'm Lena. And I'm Chantal. Join us as we chat about all things pregnancy to the early years of motherhood. We give raw, real, and hilarious versions of our experiences as first-time moms, and we hold nothing back. While nothing can truly prepare you for motherhood, our experience may not be helpful, but we hope you're able to laugh with us, cry with us, and cringe with us. Welcome to The Unhelpful Guide to Motherhood. All right. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Helpful Guide to Models. <laughs> no one can see us right now because we don't have visual, visual, what's the word? Video on our podcast just yet. Yeah. Just the audio. So you can't see, but I actually have my best friend on <laughs> the potty. <laughs> this is funny. Okay. Let me, um, let me introduce you first. Guys, I am with the lovely Katie, and we wanted to talk about my best friend is a mum kind of vibe today. I don't know how to, like, say that in a title, but Katie is my best friend. She is currently still searching for the love of her life, (laughs) which means once she finds the love of her life, she will then find her little mini hearts and make babies. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's so weird putting it like that. So she currently doesn't have any kids at the moment. Now, when we met, I didn't have children. But now that I've got kids, we still have this really tight friendship. Nothing has changed. Before we get into it, I've got a, I've got a whole lot of questions to ask you. Uh, yeah. I did not tee up Katie for this whatsoever. But we normally start our podcast episode by saying, what are you drinking today? And you might not be drinking anything, but what are you no. drinking today? What's in your cup? I've got nothing. You do have water. I've got a water bottle somewhere. So no, that just... was me. So before oh, really? we started this, it was really hard for us to even get on Zoom. And yeah. on this particular episode, I don't know why, we had technical issues. And I drank the rest of my, my water in the bottle. So for me, I'm drinking nothing either. Yes. Uh, all right, let's get into the questions. This is what the, this is the title Ooh. I Katie. My best friend is a mum. The journey of being close friends of someone who now has kids. All right, Katie. Katie Lencom. Yes. I just said your last name. Does that mean someone will search you off? doesn't matter. I'm not on socials. I've got nothing to search for anyway. 
she didn't get hacked. Did you hear that? <laughs> okay. How did we first meet and how long have you known me for? Uh, so we first met on, I actually know the, the actual date when we first met. So we met on the 18th of January, 2015. It was on a Sunday and I was at church and that's where we met. You and I, we served at the same team and I realized that this girl really vibed with me. <laughs> and from there, we just really gelled and it's, Almost eight years now. Hey, so yeah, oh yeah, going on eight years. I think it's seven and a half years. Wow, it's gone fast. It's gone so fast. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the actual date. And when I <laughs> asked you, so when I asked Katie to come on the <laughs> podcast, she asked me to get some questions teed up for her, so she didn't have to wing it, which is fine because yeah. I'm I'm the same. And then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know the day when we first met. And I was like, all right, dude, that's a bit. <laughs> like, I, didn't, I didn't need that. I didn't need the extra details. That's so cute. That's cute. Uh, okay, here we go. What's it like being friends with a mum as a person who doesn't have kids themselves? So go through your one of the biggest challenges and Ooh. then one of your greatest highs. I know there's so many. If you've got heaps, just share them all. What's it like? What's it like? Okay, I'll start with the high. Biggest high, biggest high, greatest high, greatest high, <laughs> greatest high is honestly seeing you being a mom and just seeing you nurture your kids, seeing you just, I guess, evolve as a friend, as a mom, as a sister, as a daughter, um, has been really beautiful to watch. Um I would say biggest challenge, and I think you and I could definitely agree in this, is definitely time, like spending mm. quality with one another. Yeah. But I think even just over the years, we've definitely worked around that. And I think right, like even this year, we've found, I guess, a rhythm or even just found time or what works for us. Um, and especially being at home, me working from home in this new season, yeah. we've definitely made the effort and actually yeah. um, communicated that with one another which is great so I think time would definitely be the biggest challenge but I think we've done a really great job in making that work in nurturing that because our life seasons have changed you now work yes. full-time welcome yes. to the full-time club yes. you've not yeah you haven't worked full-time in a long time oh, you long used to have time. like three days off where yes. you could how are you actually finding that? I know we're not supposed to be talking about this, but how are you finding navigating full-time work yeah. plus your social life yeah. and finding time for you? Guys, Katie mm. is one of those people who goes to the movies by herself and sits <laughs> and watches the movie. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there is nothing wrong going to the movies on your own. No, it's not hating. What you try is to go to the movies by yourself. It's so liberating. Um, how am I navigating that? I think with the work dynamics right now, I think I've have a bit of freedom in putting things in place. So like with friendships and stuff, since I'm working from home, I'm much more flexible in putting time with friends, putting away time with friends. And so whether it's a lunch break or whether it's time where I can actually use during work because there is no work to do. I'll use that time to catch up with friends 
And so I've realized with this, with this, I guess, new chapter that I've stepped into, I feel like I'm being more intentional with the time that I have with the friendships mm. that I have. And I think you've realized that, Lena. Mm. Um, uh, what was the other question that you asked? Um, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> but I would say even just working full-time and the work dynamics working from home has really been a game changer for me in terms of putting things in place and my priorities and yeah I guess it's been um interesting in navigating that because I haven't worked full-time in a long time um but I think I'm trying I'm finally finding what works best for me yeah I think probably one of the greatest things that has come out of the pandemic because there's not much that has come out of it is the ability to work from home because that's yeah. me now. So yes. we're going to be working from home buddies. Yes. <laughs> that's the that's best. So that's so <laughs> you said something and I thought, I don't think this just applies to us as two different people, one with a family, one without, but it applies to everyone. You're talking about being really intentional with your time if yeah. you want to continue flourishing in that particular relationship. Yeah. I, oops, sorry, guys, if you hear any noise, mm-hmm. it's, it's winter girl making winter. noise. But um, I do believe that regardless, if you want to keep your friendship ships, mm-hmm. I'm sure you can have multiple friends, then the yeah. time you put aside is so, it's a, so valued. It's, That's so true. I think it'll and make... You're really great at that, Lena. You're really great at putting time to your friends especially being a, a mom with two kids she is she's not she's nodding her head nodding is that that way nodding, nodding. <laughs> but Lena's really really great in making time for her friends and even though she wears a lot of hats I would definitely um uh take off my hat to Lena and making time with um her friends so, very very okay, nice that, Lena. very very nice thank you this is you agree? <laughs> oh my goodness me. Honestly though, I have little time, but the time I do have, I will try. And I just hope yeah. that's the same with everyone, which I feel like yeah. it is. All right, let's yeah. move on because it's gonna turn into a mushy, mushy episode, and I'm not about that. <laughs> okay, here's a good one because people want to know. People want to know. I want to know. I'm I'm the people. Winter, I'm trying to talk here. Okay. Have you worked with kids before and has that actually helped you with hanging out with mums or be more understanding of someone who is a parent because you're not a parent yourself? Yes. You gone through the experiences they have, but have you, yeah. has your world collided? Has your world collided with anyone who's a who's got kids? Explain yeah. a little bit. Yes, absolutely. I was a kid's pastor from 2016 till earlier this year 2022 but I'm still working with kids but yeah you're right I before working with kids I would have no idea on how to communicate with parents or with mums especially but I guess over the years in spending time with mums I've definitely gotten a I guess I wouldn't say a deeper understanding I would say an understanding of what their world looks like. I wouldn't have, you know, learnt about, you know, child development, sleep deprivation, or, you know, how motherhood mm. would affect mental health. I wouldn't yeah. have known mom kill or, you know, the identity, all of that. I wouldn't have 
any understanding if it wasn't my time with um, the mums. And yeah, when I have a conversation with a mum outside, apart from yourself, Lena, like it's given me more empathy and more compassion. And I guess not having any preconceived judgments as well, because I don't understand mm. what mum goes through. Um, but what I can do as a person is actually listen to the mum and see how I can meet her in where she's at. And it's it's definitely been, uh, I guess, a journey because every mum experiences motherhood differently, but it's given me, I guess, an insight of, okay, how can I listen and how can I help this mum in their journey? And it can only just be an encouragement or a gift or a prayer or whatever it could be. But I guess mums need that, you know, because I know that, you know, just learning from you, Lena, from, uh, I guess, watching you lead your family, you know, you spend a lot of time with yourself, but, you know, who's putting input in you, you know, because you're pouring out so much Mm. to your kids, who's inputting that into you. And so I try to see myself as that friend of, okay, how can I, so a bit of encouragement to the mum that I'm speaking to. I hope that makes sense. Total sense. And I should preface with this particular question. The reason why I ask, it's not to point out, hey, you don't have kids. It's actually yeah. to point out that until you're a mum, I feel like you don't, You, you there's an understanding that you have. But until yes. you experience it, yeah. then the true understanding of, oh, yeah, I totally get it. And the reason why yeah. I say that, guys, it's, Every mum I've spoken to, when pre-kids version of them compared yeah. to mum version of them, there is such a difference. And it's yeah. just the way life is. So before I had kids, I wasn't surrounded by any children. Yeah. <laughs> no one in my family had children. Sorry, I take that back. Yes, Carl's family had children. He has nieces and nephews, but we didn't really spend time with them. So we didn't we didn't know like how to do all of that. Mm. Uh, we weren't the cool auntie and uncle. We loved our life as single, <laughs> married, not single, married couples without kids. And so now that we've got children, I'm just like, hmm, okay. <laughs> this is what it's all about. So that's the reason why mm. I've asked the question. For any of our yeah. listeners who have mum friends uh, and don't have children themselves, and maybe want an understanding of what either the person without kids feels, but also the people who do have children too, because I think they're quite different in experiences. Mm. You said something as well, really important, guys. It's the the no judgment factor, even though we shouldn't be doing that with anyone. It just happens. Yeah. It's natural. We're humans. Yeah. It's natural for us to judge, but it's true. Yeah. When you don't, when you have to remember with a parent, especially these guys carry a lot of weight. Right. I wouldn't have known this until I became a parent myself. Yeah. That's the yeah. reason why I asked that. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Great question. Great question. When I sent Katie these questions, she was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let me think about it. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is a good one. Actually, also, I don't know any of the answers to these questions, by yeah. the way. She didn't tell me, so everything you're listening to now is the first time I'm hearing about it including (laughs) this one has it been harder on the relationship because kids are involved Um, 
the part two of that is why do you think this friendship has worked or hasn't worked okay mm. it's worked obviously i yes yes obviously this worked because we wouldn't have this podcast no. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I really loved this question because I had to really reflect on the years that you and I have journeyed this friendship together. But to be really honest with you, I don't think it has been hard at all. I think it's evolved really beautifully. I think it's um, really uh, given our friendship so much strength, especially when kids are involved. I think... I had to really look into the words evolve and change because I don't think I changed as a friend. I think I evolved as a friend. And I think with you too, Lena, you evolved as a mom because with kids, kids evolve, right? And so you as a parent need to evolve in how you parent with your children. I think with me and how I navigated this friendship is how can I evolve with Lena because obviously it's different, but I don't have to change. I, I don't have to change my personality or character in leading this friendship, but how can I be better as a friend? And I think having kids involved, I think it made it more stronger, but also it made me um, take on your priorities as well, as in, okay, your priority is your children. Now, how mm. can I see it in a way where, how can I see in Lena's perspective? And so I think for me, what I've learned is from moms and from watching you, Lena, is that being a mom is a whole nother level. Like even though I have not experienced it yet, but what I've learned is that having children is going to be their number one priority and number one responsibility 24 seven. That's what I've learned along the years. And I think, um, in our friendship I've taken that on and it's worked I think it's definitely worked I think there's that mutual unspoken respect with one another mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. we've and I don't think we've actually um communicate oh no we're, actually we're really good at communicating where we're where we're at yeah. in terms of our seasons but there is that mutual unspoken respect where we honor our boundaries and I think we're really good at meeting at a a crossroad and making it work with us and so I don't think it has been hard at all because I think we've both evolved in um and I guess in the way we navigate this friendship because our kids are evolving I'm evolving you're evolving as a mom as a friend Mm -hmm. as a sister and I think it's a beautiful gradual process um to watch and so I think it's worked out really beautifully for us you know um and I think this relates to the second not even the second question but the question I'm going to ask after this about you talking about all of us evolving that doesn't happen naturally for some people like when I was talking to someone at church on Sunday night and I was just telling her the season I've been going through she has two kids you know this lady but she was just I asked her do you find it's been harder for you because she's a very young, young mum, like in her 20s, yeah. early yeah. 20s, had her first kid. Yeah. Now she's got two. And I asked, yeah. do you find that it's hard because the age group that you would hang out with, none of them are married, none of them have kids. And she yeah. was just saying it's extremely hard. 
it's yeah. so hard because she can't she can't hang on with someone else doing the same journey as her because the life yeah. season the age group that that she's in they're not yeah. all in that headspace so it's diff- it's different I think with us two as well because mm-hmm. we're, we're both quite uh we cut the bs we're just not about the small talk anymore we're we're about the deep stuff so yeah. we're like yeah okay let's let's get into this so i think yeah. that plays a part too it does with that do you think there are actually any common mistakes made when when you find people in a circle mm. where someone's had a baby and then yep. their friends leave and i don't guys i don't think they leave intentionally i just think they yeah. leave because the the mum is now a mum, like her her life yeah. is around evolves around her children now. Yeah, do you think there's any common mistakes we make as a society? Um, I think had this revelation even just um reading this question. I think what people have generalized is that once you become a parent, that's the label that you'll always be that you're oh. like permanently be. Yes, what I've learned is that. No, that's one of the labels. Like you're a mom, you're a dad, but you're a sister. But ultimately you're Lena at the end of the day. That's a person that you've became friends with. I think the added on label is just an extra. It's an add-on, you know? And I think that's what um we've as a society, we've really had that preconceived judgment as okay, Lena's a mom mm. and she'll always gonna change mm. and that's who she's going to be full stop but mm. we don't realize that man Lena that friend has always been that friend that would you know call out you know all of what friends should be and feel like all of that but I think it's that that mindset that okay that mom will always be a mom and she has no time for me and I think that's one of the common mistakes is that once you become a parent yeah, okay, time yeah. is very restrictive. Yeah. But just because you've got a baby doesn't mean you don't have time at all. And I think what I've learned from you, Lena, is that you will have seasons where you have more time on your hands, but then you'll have seasons where you have less yeah. time in your hands. Yeah. And I think that's where you and I have worked out, okay, what works best in that season, in that time, and in that moment. And I think that's one of the common mistakes. Um, One thing that I've learned from you is that mums do want to get invited to things. <laughs> And I think that's one of the common mistakes that we make. And I think I'm being guilty in this. Um, is that man, parents want to get invited to stuff as well. Like Fact. Fact. just because they're a parent now doesn't mean like then they don't want to, you know, enjoy a night out or you know, enjoy a meal with their friends. I think still still extend the invite, even though you know that. They may not come. I think it's the thought mm-hmm. that counts. Mm-hmm. Not the particular invite itself. It's the thought that I think parents would appreciate. Yeah, and we were talking about this as well for um, a big event that we just happened to go to yeah. the last weekend, which would have had yeah. some side events to it. But we were just saying, I yeah. think there's more value in just the invitation about yeah. the principle behind the invitation, not... Yeah necessarily us being available because I know that's why yeah. half the time people don't get invited because they know yeah. that oh this person can't make it anyway so there's no point yeah well, there yeah. is a point guys there is a point yeah. this person wants to feel valued as well yeah and yeah. I just like that's a good what a great answer from you though I've learned that from you Lena even just having conversations with you and 
you know, just seeing where your heart is at when it comes to that. Like, like it makes as a person that doesn't have children, I had to put myself in you, your shoes and say, okay, how do, would I feel if I was invited to so many things and now I'm not because I've got a child? Like mm. that must suck. It must really suck. And you don't want to feel that mm. feeling. And yeah. even though there is no, I guess, cruel intentions behind not getting invited, but still it's that feeling that you used to get but now you yeah. don't ha- like you, you don't have that anymore and yeah it's not a great feeling to feel and so yeah no and I do understand as well because I'm also on the other side of that where you invite someone so many times they keep saying no 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 and then it gets yeah. to a point where I've invested so much time trying to get this person to come hang out with us where yeah, do I yeah. stop I get that too yeah. and I've had yeah. that as well with some mum friends which I've had to yeah. stop because I spend so much energy trying to make sure that they continue being involved. And yeah. then I feel like it's a two-way street. They have to play some part it as is. well. But right, the initial invitation, guys, from pre-kids to one child and then getting no invitations at all, which didn't happen to me, but as a general yeah. thumb, just getting no invitations at all, it definitely plays a part on your, on your um, worth. Yeah. Like, oh, okay it's so true so my life has changed now now that I've got a kid and then it makes people Mm -hmm. resent sometimes no one will ever deny children are beautiful but they're just like oh I've got a kid now and it's changed my whole life huge huge blessing huge blessing yeah you know what's so crazy and this is real life my sister um so my sister messaged my cousin that just had a baby a few months ago and my sister didn't acknowledge it or anything. And eventually she messaged my cousin and my cousin like messaging her saying, Hey, congrats. And my cousin messages back and says, Oh, it's fine. Just because I've got a baby doesn't mean you need to reach out something along the lines of that. And I just Mm. said to my sister, like, Hey, like, you know, just because she's got a baby doesn't mean you have to stop all communication at all. Like she would appreciate right. a check-in or a message because, you know, yes, her life has changed, but your friendship doesn't need to change. It needs to evolve. And so. So true. Yeah. I would say to that as well, this is not in any way us saying, oh, all the single people now are wrong. They don't yeah. know because they will never understand you you don't understand the other person's point of view until you're in their shoes really and that's with anything in life so that kind of situation happens a lot more it's a lot more common than we think because it's just common like it's not it's not uh there's there's no yes there's no manual or book to say this is how you navigate this season and honestly it just comes with learnings and all the experiences which sucks it sucks yeah but you have to go through it. Yep, you do. And so that rem- that reminds me, uh, just a side note, a side question on, on this, which I haven't asked you through the text mm. messages, but do you think that people who have kids in their younger years are more prone to this kind of common mistake error yeah. because a lot of the people in their youth aren't having kids, they're having loving kids. life, yeah. normally people wait Till they're a little bit more mature, 30s. Yeah. It's, getting, it's getting, the age group is being pushed back more now. Yeah. Like people yeah. have more kids in their 30s, 40s. So do you think yeah. that's why the common mistake happens? Because people yeah. in that era, 
era yeah era yeah <laughs> generation era. generation oh my gosh I was like era. <laughs> yes and no I think in this time of age we're very selfish and so yes Ooh, I think I am. yes um yes we're quite ignorant and not I guess nurturing that friendship when you know the friend has children but then I was like no because I think um it all depends on the person and how they how they value friendship um now what I say we get taught on how to value friendship I don't think so I think that comes in time and experience yeah um but I think it goes both ways I think it all depends on the person but also it's I guess our culture at the moment since we're such a selfish generation right now I think it all bottles down to the person and how they will navigate that friendship that's how I see it all right so this is another question on top of that we're talking about the generation that we live in now it's changed right compared to the generation our parents grew in which means that the whole parent parent life but also the single life that's all changed too which I feel like has made it 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 may have made things a little bit harder for both sides Friends yes. without kids, and then friends with yeah. kids. To yeah. Navigate. Oh, we're we're just touching some really good topics <laughs> I love it. today. I'm I'm loving it. All right, let's go to this one. Do you think you also have to be close friends with someone who's similar to you? So, for example, mm-hmm. where we you don't have a kid, I have a kid, but we're close friends. Do you yeah. think most or on average people who are close are similar? Yeah necessarily believe that you need to be similar like for example being a mom you need to be a mom to be friends I think there needs to be some sort of common ground there for you to connect I know some of my friends like my sister she's got friends that has kids and you know they're still they're still connected and I think I think it all comes down to the foundation of the friendship and always go back to that and I think with you and I um Lena you know, we started off, you know, serving at church and our foundation is always about God. And I think I had to really lean back to that. Like, you know, obviously our interest is going to change, but I don't think you need to be similar for you to be connected to a mom. I think there is a lot of ways for you to have some common ground if you're a single to connect with a mom. And that could be anything that could be, you know, cooking that could be I don't know I think it all comes down to that person's interests yeah for sure but yeah I think that's probably a, a misconception misconception with singles as well is that yep. you need to be a mum to be friends with a mum but honestly most of my friends some of my friends are mums because I've made friends with them along the years being a kids pastor and I've learned so yeah. much from these mums and and I still catch up with them um, up until this day. Like I catch up with a mum and she's 10 years older than me. She's got four kids, a 17-year-old, 15, yeah. 10, and an 8-year-old. And even just gaining wisdom from her has been incredible. But I think it's a blessing for us both because her being a mum and me being a single, like she's learning off from me, vice mm-hmm. versa. And so I think I think it's it's 
it's good. And I don't think it's good. I think it's actually wise to have friends that are married um, and that has gone before you when it comes to friendship, because, you know, you guys have experience, you have wisdom, you have things that we have not experienced yet. And I think mm. all of the singles out there, if you don't have any married friends or moms or dads in your circle, please go and find some because oh. they would speak life into you and they would encourage you and strengthen you as you journey your singleness. And I know I've definitely been blessed by Lena and Carl along the years if it wasn't, yeah, for their wisdom. Very very, very, very good. Some great <laughs> answers. How are we going for time? Okay, let's see if we can squeeze in. Eight minutes. Uh, yeah. Tips or guidance. Um, do you have any tips for people listening who don't really understand how to continue being friends with someone who maybe has just given birth or has had a kid yeah. for a while? I'm sure there's people yeah. out there who realise, oh, yeah, I don't really see that person anymore because they had kids and yeah. was at home. Do you have any tips on, on any of that? Yeah, I would say always keep communication open. Yeah, like good one. have that open communication. Okay, like let's say your friend has given birth, like like congratulate them, give them space. That's a big one. Give them space, yeah. but like don't don't um don't leave that space hanging. Like <laughs> keep checking in on them. Like ask them, um, you know, what they need or how they're going. And also another thing is, you know, encouragement. I think encouragement is a big one as well. I think encouragement goes a long way. And I think mums and dads need that, um, that words of affirmation. Mm. Um, and also another thing is, is do not assume do not assume and that's just with everything in life. I think just never yeah. make assumptions when yeah. it comes to parenthood and motherhood because you just don't know. You yeah. don't know. So that's my three uh, tips. There's some, that's, they're massive. Those <laughs> I'm like, wow, she really did prep for this. I did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe she's showing off maybe we should prep for ours the next time <laughs> if you've listened to any of our episodes we're not this prepared <laughs> no but I will say though open communication and assumption is a huge one I think from all those uh all the conversations I've had with all the mums in my world yeah, yeah that's, that's two major major ones all right mm. lastly yes has this put you off with ha- wanting kids for yourself no, not at all. You know, I tell you this all the time. I actually want five kids, but all the moms that I do, that I speak to, they're like, we just wait until you have one and then we'll reevaluate. But no, not at all. I think just even being around Lena and the kids, it's actually given me more um more joy, but so excited when I have my own kids. I think Aww. it's it's yeah, I think it's a great learning um journey for me and just seeing how Lena lead as a mom um I think it's just made me more excited to have my own children yeah. and maybe we could do a podcast when I do have kids oh, and maybe yeah. <laughs> I will say now that I think about uh my own life I probably wasn't as involved before I had children with people who had kids and yeah, I wonder yeah. if if I had done that, if 
things were had changed a little bit, would I be a little bit more aware of when I step into motherhood myself? I'm just thinking, like, yeah. for you, you must be so, like, not ready, but you've, you've yeah. just, I've told you everything. I tell Katie everything, yeah. like, all the birth details, all the challenge. Honestly, I, it's all raw. I don't hold back. And I'm just thinking, I wonder if I had that opportunity pre-kids would I come mm. into this space a little bit more understanding? So yeah. exactly what she said, if you don't have children or even, uh, not children, sorry, if you don't have families around you, married couples or with, even with kids, it's a good idea to do so because it just it yeah. helps you build character in your own life That's and right. evolve as a person. That's right. Um, but that is it. Thank you so yeah. much for that. I hope anyone who's listening has actually learned from this particular episode I know I have and I keep it's it's a good way to reflect back I think and just uh maybe put the questions out there if they um actually they can note down all the questions that they can answer for themselves so good well that is another episode for today if you have any stories or anything you'd like to share that's resonated with you about what Katie has answered today or any more questions you want me to ask her because this girl open book man then let (laughs) us know and we will be back for another episode but for now goodbye say bye winter